Hello everyone, this is Angel with Door 3 The Truth Podcast. I am so uh, grateful on tonight. Um, I am. I feel blessed, I feel honored to be able to serve each of you, uh, my audience. I am so grateful. I'm asking God that he will touch uh, and bless your life through this podcast message and that you have a blessed and prosperous New Year's. Uh, to come, that your family's blessed, hold, healed, and delivered, and set free. Your life is blessed. Um, you have a better balance in your life, financially, emotionally, physically. Uh, you'll learn uh, new levels of growth in God, being grateful, ultimately grateful. Um, I've learned that today. Learn to be more grateful for right now. Of course, you want that there, you know. <laughs> I was blessed. Um, um, by a sermon message I was listening to this morning. And he was just saying, learn how to be grateful for your right now. And then when you get there, you know, you'll know how to handle it. you know how to embrace it. Sometimes we're in a hurry to get to the there and not learning to, uh, not willing to wait on what we're, what we're waiting to receive by receiving where we are. So I'm hoping I'm saying that right. We have to be grateful for right now and then get there when we need to get there. Don't negate. Don't forget. Don't mistreat or mishandle what you're going through right now. Trying to rush to get a new job, a new car, a wedding, new wedding, marriage. All that stuff is wonderful. Definitely a greater opportunity in ministry. But just be obedient. That's the ultimate goal. And if you're not or if you're not unsure, make sure you have a clear uh, a clear thought, clear vision on where you need to be. I learned that too on today, so I'm very grateful. Um, I learned that from Pastor Michael Todd, very phenomenal man of God. I honor him and I thank God for his ministry. So, um, no further ado, I wanted to um, uh, talk about a very, um, how can I say, it's a very strong topic uh, on today when I was busy doing some things, working and just moving around. Uh, the Lord reminded me to just make sure um, that I um, help others. Not that I'm not just, I guess, you know, God has a way and a thought process we could never, ever think of and dream because he's God. He is the great anointed call one. He's the anointed one. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm thinking I'm helping people. You know, I'm a nurse by nature. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. What else I need to do? But, <laughs> you know, he, he knows our heart, you know. He knows where we are. And not that you're a bad person or I'm a bad person, but he knows where we can, where we need to be. You know, so this topic on tonight is going to be called Helping Others, Being Able to Stand in a Gap for Others. And he did give me a scripture, uh, Jeremiah chapter and i'm having to look for it you all normally i have my uh, new american standard bible but due to time i'm having to uh, pull this up on my phone my iphone so just bear with me jeremiah 14 the niv version jeremiah was a prophet he uh, was basically warning the people of god uh, about the drought the famine and the sword and that the wrath of God was coming if they didn't obey, if they didn't take heed. So, because I believe in our, even in our current life, um, many of you are and have experienced the pandemic, the struggles, the pains, the cries, the loss. Uh, people are still murdering, killing. Some people are still in their dark life. 
They're not repenting. They are not trying to live right. People are living in their own way of thinking, their own religion, their own new age, western type, whatever they feel is right, that's what they do. But the word doesn't say that. God wants us to honor him and to live for him. Uh, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all that dwells therein. So you may say you're not God. You are God. <laughs> you are God's child. You are God's child. And it's our duty to honor him and to worship him. So he definitely, it's always a contract, I believe, you know. Um, the word says, if we be willing and obedient, we'll eat the good of the land. It's very important that we abide. Don't get fearful. Definitely reverence. Honor God's word. Don't be fearful like, oh, God going to strike me if I do this wrong. Well, he will punish. I'm not, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but don't be so afraid where you can't just relax and trust him to lead you and guide you. I mean, just asking for the simplicity of things. I have just literally just ask, Lord, I don't know how to do this. Or I don't know how to pray this. I don't know who to say or how to say this to. You know, just be practical with him. He already knows. He has the answers. You don't have to say a big elaborate prayer unless it's something you need to really dig into to say. You might have written it down. Whatever and however the Lord leads you to do it, just say it. And, you know, and go by the Holy Spirit. I learned about the intuition. That's your Holy Spirit, your conscience, that thing that speaks loud and clear. Sometimes it's soft. Just follow your intuition and making sure that God's leading you. Okay. So Jeremiah 14 and 20. I'm going to jump straight into it. Uh, he says, we acknowledge our wickedness, Lord, and the guilt of our ancestors. We have indeed sinned against you. So much further down in this book, Jeremiah 14 and 20, there was an acknowledgement. There was a confession about, hey, we messed up. We need to get back on the right track. Forgive us. But when you get back up, go up, go back up, Jeremiah 4 and 12. It talks about, uh, let me find it. Okay, 11. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to jump to uh, Jeremiah. Go up. Jeremiah 4 and 12. It talks how he, he really prophesied and, and spoke the word. You know, it just felt like, man, we <laughs> the people of God were going to get it. That was going to be a pop pop. That's what I call punishment pop pop. I don't like pop pops, I don't like to be chastised. But we will be, you know. Um, verse 12, Jeremiah 4 says, Although they fast, you know, they may fast. You know, you talk about fasting. If you're not familiar with fasting, look it up. Do the time, you know. I don't have time to go into a big elaborate. Send me a message. I can definitely send you some information, resources. Fasting could be anything that you can do to crucify your flesh, your will, to be able to please God. I'm going to say it again. Fasting is... is um, withholding or not withholding or just uh, denying that's it thank you lord denying your flesh of things that you may like and do just a sacrifice so for an example we fast and pray uh, the lord may put on your heart just to fast with just juices only or no food for a couple of hours and just seeking him in meditation and prayer giving him all that time uh, you may be like, oh, but I have to go to work. I have to do this. And that's fine. Do what you need to do. <laughs> but definitely find that time for him. He's first. He'll give you the strength and everything you need to do to face your daily uh, challenges, work week, 
everything if you just put him first you know if you get in that sink and he'll discipline you you just have to make that effort he knows when we're honest and when we're not and he loves us unconditionally but we have to make an effort so it says although they fast i would not listen to their cry this is jeremiah 4 and 12 though they offer burnt offerings and grain offerings i will not accept them instead i will destroy them okay with the sword famine and plague so the people of god were just acting up you know <laughs> they were not being obedient so god always send a, a message he always sends someone to speak a word of clarity he always sends someone with a word of vision he always sends someone that have a word of rebuke or reproach to be able to steer the people of god back into the right favor of god back into in line with the will of god is for your life so that is called repentance you know we gotta learn that you know, turning away from the things that we have um, that have caused us to sin against God. You know, and you may say it's not as easy as it can be or easily said than done, rather. I think that's the cliche a lot of people say. Well, you know, that may be. We all have our struggles, our weaknesses. Some say, and the Word talks about strongholds, things that you can't really let go. God would have to take that from you. It may be the spirit of lust, gluttony, fear, anxiety, gambling. Uh, cheating, committing adultery, just be some stronghold, homosexuality. You know, it's not to judge anybody. God loves us all. But there's some things that we have to depend on God to break us from. It's like the, the grips of hell. The enemy have caught us. We've allowed him. You know, God won't put no more on us than we can bear. But we sometimes we have to sit down. I've done that and I'm learning. You know, right down to good and bad, things that I know I can improve on. And God always put his love and grace on what things I can do and do better. But if we be mindful of what we do and say, you know, as believers uh, and Christians and those that are sinners, you know, I'm praying that you will get it as well. You know, according to Romans 10 and 9, you repent of your sins, confess, believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and rose on the third day. You are saved. He is your Lord and Savior. So that's your Straight up and ask God to forgive you for everything. So that's a salvation in in, in three seconds, okay? Uh, but definitely take this word, Jeremiah. He's an awesome prophet. God wanted me to share that um, he is a loving and kind God, but he would definitely bring drought. He would bring famine. He would bring hardship to your life, to your situation. If you're constantly disobeying him, he's constantly giving you a way of escape, and you still want to do what you want to do. You know, you better pray that you can get back, you know, into God's grace. You know, some people don't make it back. Some people go and make harsh decisions and they die, you know, physically die. They may be so upset and they want to do this and that, you know, and God have given them ways of escape. Somebody may be uh, trying to talk them out of it or whatever, you know, or their child may be looking them in their face like, Dad, don't do it. Mom, don't do it. You know, so God give us a way of escape. You know, there's so much going on in the world today, and we have to be God's soldiers. We have to be his prayer. We have to be his prayer warriors. We have to seek his face and seek his intercede for others. You know, that's how we help others. That's my topic. Helping others is to pray for them, to spend time with them, to also give them your money. Be generous, you know, time, talent, and treasure. <laughs> you make and do your time by calling, meditating. Praying for them, visiting, you know, be careful with the corona. But, you know, let the Lord lead you. Treasure, 
You know, you may call your sister and brother and say, hey, you was on my mind or whatever. And it's private. Some people are very prideful. So you shouldn't have to blast that. Don't blast what you're doing for people. You know, God will give you all the glory uh, openly. Just do what you need to do and be obedient. We don't have to show off, you know. And that comes when you become more mature in God. God sees you. You know, people want to see you. They don't have a blessing. Now, God uses people to bless. But what I'm getting at, God wants us to help others. He wants us to be kind. He wants us to be available. He wants us to be present, you know. And he knows you got to go to work and do your life things. But just a smile. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to be uh, in a complaining mode. Lord, I don't know how to do this. You know, you're not even trying. You don't want to try. You don't want to invest. You don't want to help. But God wants us to help others. Amen. He wants us to be there. And you may be like, man, I helped this person a million of times. You know, forgive them. Do what you need to do. If God gives you an open door to uh, step away a little bit and come back, he'll unction you. He'll speak to you. He'll send a word through a child, a song or a message to let you know, hey, back up a little bit and then come back. Or he may ask you or tell you to keep keep leaning on him. Keep praying for them. Not that you have to be in their face, preaching to them, pointing your finger. No, we're not talking like that. You know, be righteous, be holy, you know. But if there's a time that God wants you to pray for them and lay hands, do that too. <laughs> you know, be led and ask them. Don't be, you know, you know, unless it's your child, you go ahead and lay hands. You know, that's what I would do. But learn how to help others. Be generous. Be kind. Uh, don't be afraid to um, uh, give. You know, because it's better to give than receive. Oh, man, I'm, I've learned that over the years. And it became, and, and many times God always asks you to give when you don't have it. You know, you just barely have enough. He always puts you in that un- uncomfortable situation, I feel, to boost your faith, to mature your faith, to mature you, to increase your faith, to trust him more. And, and before you know, it's in abundance. Don't even expect it. You know the blessings are coming. Don't be like that. Don't bargain with God. Lord, if I do this, will you do that? Don't do that. He's, he's not that type of God. He's not no, he's not no magician. He's not popping no spells. He's not a warlock, a witch. You know, just pray and ask God and release it. And if you're having struggles with that, any struggles that you may be having, I'm gonna put that out there. In terms of obeying God, ask Him to help you in that area. I'm going to say it again. Anything that you may be having struggles with helping others through and by obeying God, ask him to help you. Lord, help me to be nice to this person. I don't know. My family is not an affectionate type touchy. So you're teaching me to get out of this comfort zone to be nice to somebody that I don't really know that well. You're asking me to send a, a smiley text and say, God bless you. I'm uncomfortable with that, Lord. Be straight up with him. He already know. You know, but if you know that it's burning in your heart and your soul and that you know you need to do it, do it and obey God. He'll give you direction, you know, just stay in his will, you know, and how you know the difference, whether it's God or the the devil. God won't tell you nothing bad. The devil will tell you something bad, disturbing, destructive. God will tell you things good that will promote you, that will mature you, that will take you to another level in him. You know, and don't think because if something's uncomfortable, it's always from the devil. I'm going to say it again. Don't think because if something that you're going through, uncomfortable, a trial or tribulation, something that just you like, that is not me at all. 
I'm not the person to go up and shake someone's hands, for an example. I'm not the one to just say, hey, sister so-and-so, I'm going to get your nails done. You know, I don't know. Whatever the Lord want to use you, however he wants to use you. Don't think that my point is when you're helping others and you're being tested in a very uncomfortable way to do it. Because many times it's it's easy if we have a lot of money. We can just, oh, well, I can just wire him $1,000 or whatever. You know, it's easy. But many times I've, I've seen and I've experienced you know, as our faith begin to grow in God, I'm just thinking about it, y'all. I'm just smiling and I'm grateful to God because he teaches me in those most uncomfortable moments. Not that I have a lot of money, none of that, but it's like, man, all I had on me was $20. You know, I just had $100 or whatever of $75 to get me to next week. I can't touch what's in the bank and that's for hard times. You know, we know how we do. We negotiate with God. But the Lord said, bless so-and-so with this. Or give so-and-so that. Or he'll really put something on your heart to do. That'll be a help. And then you tell them, you know, hey, I'm not for sure. You know, God will teach you how to approach. You know, you may not be a talker. But God will teach you how to help others. To lend help. You know, and not expect anything in return. Help, but don't expect anything in return. He'll give the return. He'll give it a hundredfold. Just make the deposit. He'll give the hundredfold back to you. (laughs) Amen. So yeah, check out Jeremiah. I did the NIV. I um, I jumped the twenty, so they kind of repenting and uh, understanding because man, <laughs> when you get to going through some things, ooh, Lord Jesus, when when you when you're light, when you faced with life or death, you know, some most people I've seen, you know, and um, I have a loved one, and I'm gonna be done. Uh, she's going through some struggles and was diagnosed with cancer. But um, the thing about it is, you know, she's not like a bad person. But, you know, when they hit a certain trial, you know, people become more vulnerable in a good way. They're more humble. They're more sweet. They're more helpful and giving because they they receive something that could take them out of here at any moment. From their child or their grandbabies. You know what I'm saying? Most people kind of embrace life. That's what I'm getting at. They'll embrace living again. You know? And they'll learn how to be more nice and more kinder. You know, it's not always you have to give people money or bill of groceries. That's very important. But sometimes just sending them a, a, a soft, gentle, friendly, respectful text. You know? Uh, sometimes God will test you. He'll, he'll, whoo, I said, Lord, I can't, I'm not there yet. Especially when he send you, tell you to do something that you know, um, that those people don't like you or they, they might've, or some things might've had in the past and you forgave them. But then a few years later and you're like, well, Lord, I really don't talk to them that much. I'm just, I love them, you know, but sometimes we, um, what they say, you treat them with a long handle spoon <laughs> and you're so trying to, you trying to be so careful, you know, and I'm saying you, but I meant my, you know, we, we, uh, we try to be careful because you're like, I don't want to mess with them. You know, I'm good. I'm well. But the Lord said, no, go back. <laughs> Bless them with a gift card from Cheddar's or at Luby's or, uh, you know, a, a, a gift card, a massage gift card. or You know, got to do things like that. You know, you know, give them a gift basket. You know, my sister makes gift baskets and many of them I have sewn into people's lives as as the Lord allowed me. To do so, but yeah, let's be humble. If we're struggling with helping others, ask God to help you in that area, to tender your heart 
so you can be open to help others. So, yeah, Father God, we thank you on tonight. We thank you for this podcast that we're going to learn how to help others and be more diligent, be more prudent, be more disciplined about what you're asking us to do, that you get all the glory and honor that God, you will give the 100 fold. So whatever we deposit, we're going to receive that back 100 fold, even if not in our life, you know, but in our children, our children, children, children. And and even if it is in our life, it may be in any way, shape, form or fashion. You want to bless us, money, homes, job, increase in ministry, just another level of peace, another level of joy, you know, to get us through. So, Lord, we just thank you. Just bless each and every one of my listeners. Bless them, Lord. Be with them in Jesus name. I pray y'all share, subscribe to door three, the truth podcast. Let people know that I'm here. I'm Angel Mathis. I also have a free Facebook group. Um, uh, it's called stress management strategies for Christian healthcare workers. Yeah. Take a listen to it. God bless you. Take care.